my, oh my, what a day it is today. You can hear the celebration in the air. Uh, Folks, fellow travelers on the Harland Highway, guess what? This is our 200th, can you believe it, 200th episode, 200th podcast of the Harland Highway. Hard to believe. We've been on the road together for... Just about one year now, about a year of uh, crazy characters and stories and sharing thoughts and ideas and uh, having a laugh together, 200 Harland Highway episodes. Can you believe it? Wow. Uh, Let me start by saying uh, what a fun ride it's been what a fun uh what a fun road to travel and i want to thank each and every one of you for uh taking this this journey with me sharing in the antics um your phone calls your letters your stories your praise your critiques all of it and um it is a big celebration here today We're going to have the marching band here in the studio. Thank you, fellas. Thank you. We got some of the staff here. Thank you so much, guys. That is just awesome. Just awesome. Aren't they great? There they go out in the hall. And uh, maybe they'll stop by again later. Just uh, an exciting, exciting podcast. And here's what we got lined up for you today. We are going to be talking about men kissing. What? Yeah, stick around and uh, find out exactly what I mean about men kissing. Um, We're going to be celebrating the 200th episode all through the show, of course. Uh, We're going to be talking about uh, planes and airlines and airline security and all that new pat-down and x-ray machine madness that everyone's going berserk about. Is it is it too much? Have we gone too far? Is it too invasive? Is the technology too much? And then, speaking of technology, we will be talking about the new latest iPhone. Is that too much technology? Do we really need it? And uh, the guys are going to be coming in with their marching band to, to do some uh, celebration music for us. It's going to be a great podcast and you know it's always great because you are right here my friends by the way thank you for being here for 200 you are right here on the ever-growing ever-expanding harland highway welcome to the harland highway You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. <laughs> Man, keep it going. Love the show. You're hilarious. My blanket, my blue blanket. Give me my blue blanket. Fasten your seatbelt. You're riding down the Harland Highway. It's the Harland Highway. Hey, Harlan Williams here on the Harland Highway, and I have a pet peeve I gotta get off my chest, man. 
I don't know how many of you people fly, but you ever fly into one of those airports at the end of the runway or somewhere on the runway as you're flying in or you're taking off? You look out the window, they've got a burnt-out fuselage of a test plane that I guess they light on fire for the uh, fire crews to train on. The airport fire crews that have to deal with emergencies should the plane crash. Now, I'm all for them training, but couldn't they do it in a field somewhere a few miles away? I mean, I don't want to be taken off smiling, thinking about my vacation. I look out the window, and there's a burnt fuselage training plane sitting off to the side of the runway as I'm gaining altitude. All right, not a comforting feeling, okay? That's like uh, driving your car with the airbag already popped off. You're expecting doom and gloom. You're expecting an altercation. So just a little tip for the people running the uh, airports in this country. We want you to train your fire crews. We want them to be ready for an emergency. But could you put their test training facilities, hide them behind a wall or something? I mean, isn't it already bad enough that we've got to eat the food you serve us on those airplanes? So this is Captain Harlan Williams requesting you lose the mock-up of the burnt-out plane crash. Return to your seats. Fasten your seatbelts. Hold on. We're taking off right down the Harland Highway. And as I continue in the pet peeve vein of airports, how are we all feeling about this new uh, screening process they have? Now they've got a thing where you've got two options. You can step into the machine that looks through your clothes and basically sees your naked body, okay, this new x-ray machine they have, or you can um, you can get the pat down from the pimply-faced guy with the rubber gloves, which, by the way, includes the inside of your thigh and groin area now. Legally, they are allowed to touch you there. Is this not creepy or what, man? Either way, you're a loser. That's like saying, uh, would you like me to punch you in the face or uh, punch you in the nuts? Either way, it's going to be uncomfortable and you're not going to feel good about it. Uh, I think I'm just going to walk. And that's what people are doing. People are opting out of flying. They're so incensed by this violation of their space. And I've been I've been through both of them, man. I've been through the scanner thing, and I've been through the pat-down. And I'll tell you what, I'm not ashamed of my body, so I'll take the scanner thing any day. I'll, I'll walk through the damn scanner naked. I don't care. I'm not ashamed of my body. But the idea that some random stranger can just start touching my body? I'm not kidding. That has a resonating effect on me. I had a guy do it, and it's still I can still feel it. And it wasn't like it was in private or it was hidden. It was right out in front of his peers, his coworkers, but it was also in front of the people walking by that didn't get selected for a pat-down. 
okay? And so it's just weird. You just feel violated on so many levels. You feel violated that they're touching you. You feel violated that other members of the public are watching you. And it's kind of creepy and gross. And here's here's what really bothers me about the, the selection of who they want to uh, pat down, the selection process. I've, I've been probably selected for the pat down maybe like, I don't know, I fly a lot. But over the years, I would say I've been selected maybe seven to ten times, okay? And I'm going to tell you that every time they do it, while they're touching me, while they're going through my bag, they're like, so, man, you're going to do a sequel to Half-Baked? Or, hey, loved you in Rocket Man. Hey, Employee of the Month was hilarious. Hey, can you do the noise from Dumb and Dumber? Hey, something about Barry was awesome. Hey, caught you on Conan last night. Hey, you and Letterman really had a good time last night. Okay, they all know who I am. It never fails. And yet I'm the guy they're picking off. They're patting me down for weapons and bombs. Harlan Williams, the stand-up comedian. Yeah, like I'm the guy that's going to take a flight down. Because my life is so crappy, you know. I have this horrible life where I fly all over the world and stand on stage and make people laugh and make them feel good. And I just hate it so much, I'm going to take a plane down and all the miserable people that laugh at me with me. I mean, can you believe it? They know who I am. And I'm sure that happens to a lot of well-known sports figures and politicians. I remember, I think it happened to Al Gore once. I read an article. Is Al Gore a terrorist? Is Brett Favre planning to fly a DC-12 into a high-rise? Is Richard Simmons getting ready to dive bomb the Pentagon? Right? And then it it spills over not just to people that, uh, you know, are recognizable, but then it spills over into everyone. Is that 85-year-old lady in the wheelchair going to roll up to the cockpit, kick it open, and spray it with an Uzi? Is the nine-year-old Chinese kid going to smash someone over the head with her laptop and take over Flight 739 to Miami? Come on. And look, you know you've heard this whining and complaining from other people, right? I'm not the first one to do it, but boy, is it a lousy system. And at the end, it's hard to argue it because it's all about saving lives. It's all about saving your life and my life and the next guy's life. But, you know, and I'm, I'm like a broken record here. Do we have to be so damn politically correct? Can we maybe narrow the search down? Or maybe the people you want wandering by while you're patting down granny and finding some cinnamon squares in her sweater pocket? Did the guy uh, carrying the Koran and chanting and uh, wearing the turban and his sandals were on fire that just walked past, do you think maybe he's a consideration? Do you think Granny and her cinnamon buns can go by, please? Wow. So, yeah, your your choices are, are of being humiliated and uh, and violated. 
and uh, probed and prodded are, are really shrinking. I mean, you, you've only got two choices now. They should at least throw in some kind of service for our trouble, right? Like if you go through the thing and, uh, you know, this thing's looking at your naked body right through your clothes. It's like, look, you've got the technology. Do I have a tumor or not? Do I have melanoma? Have I got testicle cancer? Is my colon clogged? Is, is my artery in my heart doing okay? Tell me something. If you're going to x-ray my entire body... Help me here. Give me something back. I'm giving you a free show of my gorgeous body parts, my sacred body parts. Just tell me, do I have a kidney stone? Homeland Security, do I have a kidney stone or a gallbladder infection? Homeland Security, is my urinary tract clean? (laughs) Help me. And by the way, three guys just walk by and their heads are on fire and they're chanting. But that's okay. <laughs> oh, God. Thank God we have the Harland Highway and we don't have to fly. We can just go right down that. Sweet. And the other thing I want to say about it. Oh, hold on. Hey, hey, guys. Hey, hey, yeah. I'm, I'm in the middle of a, a, I'm recording here, guys. Yeah, maybe wait in the hall. I, yeah, I know it's our 200th show. Guys! 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 Yeah, you gotta wait outside, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Just stand here quietly. Okay, there we go. Thanks, guys. I'll, I'll, you know what? I, I know you're excited about the 200th show. I'll cue you, okay? When I point to you, you know, you get the music going. Guys, that was just an example pointing. That wasn't a real point. Guys! Guys! Yuck. Just, Roger, I need some help in here. Guys, just, I'll cue you when when to do the celebration music and stuff, okay? I'm going to be talking about topics. And, uh, so you, guys, no, 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 no. Guys! Guys! Just wait till you're told. Wow, you don't have to snap at us. I'm not snapping at you. Who built a bird's nest up your ass? God. Crap wipe. hey oh Harland Williams here on the Harland Highway with you. Hello. Kiss. How many of you men out there like to kiss each other? Okay, the... Hold on, hold on. Don't switch the channel. Don't get homophobic on me. This isn't a gay question. This is an ethnic question. Have you noticed that a lot of men in other countries, Russia, the Middle East, Turkey, all kinds of places, the general greeting is kissing. Okay, here in good old North America, we put out the hand and give me a handshake, Bill. But over there, you know, over there, the men like to kiss each other on the cheek, on the mouth, on the hand. I don't know, man. And some of them do it multiple times. Like, you ever see these guys, they go in for the kiss, right? 
And it's like, okay, hey, there he goes. He just kissed one side of that guy's cheek. Oh, wait a minute. There he's going to the other side. What? He just went back to the other side. Now he's back to the other. They just go back and forth. It's like some kind of weird, I don't know, like a mating ritual or something. It's, it's like when you see, uh, you know, birds doing their mating dances on the Discovery Channel. You know, I greet girls and I kiss them, and I don't kiss them as much as these guys kiss each other over there. And I don't know, do you want to be kissing another guy and your lips getting in his big greasy beard? Or he's been out in the fields working? I don't know. It's not a gay thing, I'm telling you. It's just weird. I don't want to be kissing another guy's weather-beaten, sandblasted, soil-of-the-earth corn seeds face you just don't know and if i have to all right one kiss is enough that's that will suffice thank you i don't need to be kissing on your face like a like a dog cleaning himself like licking his skin enough there i've said what i've had to say now give me a kiss what give me Oh, you big babies. All right, well, here's me sending a big kiss out to you. Right on your beard. Harlan Williams, full of love, here on the Harland Highway. Oh. <laughs> and by the way, speaking of kissing, I think I, I have to uh, set the record straight. A few podcasts back, I did a whole spiel about kissing and and how weird it was and that we press our mouths against each other and that's where we eat, we vomit, and we bleed and all this stuff. And I certainly didn't want to ruin kissing for anyone. I didn't want people to think that uh, kissing was not a a good thing, okay? So I was just kind of observing how kind of odd it is that we put our mouths on each other. But the other side is, and here's the good side of it, kissing is like nothing else. Kissing is magical. Kissing is beautiful. It, uh, it's amazing. And, and as weird as, as it is, if you break down the logic of two human beings sticking their mouths together, their, their portals together, their, their eating holes together... Who cares, right? Throw all that to the wind when you are with a a uh, a girlfriend or a boyfriend, whoever you happen to have in your life, and you have that first kiss, or you have that passionate kiss, or you have that loving kiss, or however you do it. I don't know if anything fills your body and mind up with more uh, splendor. You're my it makes you feel more alive and happy and excited and oh when the chemistry's all there when it's all right when the the person you're with and the energy that's being generated between you and that person is there and even the scent between you and that person and the texture of their skin and the texture of their mouth and even the taste that they have Right? And it all comes together, and it's beautiful, and it's divine, and you almost can't stop kissing. Remember when you were younger, and you'd have those dates where you just, you couldn't even stop. You think, okay, we've been kissing for like three hours straight. That's enough. 
I'm gonna get oh no. You're right back on each other. You, you just can't knock it off. And your tongue's in there, and your tongue's probably touched every tooth she has. Your your tongue has explored her gums. It's almost like a it's almost like an octopus reaching into a cave, feeling around for a fish to eat, right? And your lips are chapped, and it's it's like you got a ring of uh, you know a, a ring of um, hot sauce around your lips. Because there's like a circle of chapped skin around your lips. And there's drool on your chin and it's dripped down onto your shirt. And you just can't get enough. You just can't stop. You don't want it to end. And especially that first kiss, man, when when you know it's coming. When you're out with your girl or a girl or a date and you've been flirting, right? You've been flirting, and yet you feel the energy kind of build, and you're still a little uncertain. Does she want to kiss me? Because I want to kiss her. And there's that that kind of uncertainty, but you're pretty sure that she wants to do what you want to do. And you're sitting there giggling, and you start to move closer, and as you get closer, it's like a magnetic pull, and suddenly you're inches away maybe the tips of your noses are touching and you're staring in each other's eyes and your lips are right there and you're still holding back you're like wait don't do it even say it out loud you just say not yet hold it right here right here closer closer okay and then you just collide together and it's like volcanoes going off in your minds right oh Oh, so there there it is. I didn't want to step all over everybody's kissing party. I actually talked to someone who had listened to that podcast. I'm like, wow, man, what'd you, what was the deal with the kissing thing, dude? Yuck. And I was like, oh, no, no, I can't be responsible for destroying something as beautiful as kissing. I was, I was kind of, you know, scientifically breaking down kissing. And maybe... Maybe there's some things that you should never scientifically dissect. They just are, okay? And I'm going to leave it there. Kissing is kissing, and it is beautiful. I'm glad you said so. My name is Yorgi. Come here and kiss my big greasy beard. Oh, no, you don't. Come here, kiss my face. I'm like a big grizzly bear. No, Yorgi. Kiss me, kiss me, kiss me. Get out of here. Creepy. Um, so listen, this is our 200. No, 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 guys, guys. No, no, stop, stop it. Wow, who put a drive through up your ass? Nobody, nobody put anything anywhere. Stop saying that. Gee, don't you want to celebrate turd war? Yes, I want to celebrate, but you guys need to work with me here, okay? So can, guys. Guys! Guys! This is... Oh, this is just falling apart. How many of you have the new iPhone? Wow, have you seen this thing? Holy God. Welcome to the future, everybody. This thing is beautiful. What a treat this thing is. 
There's only one thing, though. It's got that whole TV screen going on it. You know, you turn it sideways and you can watch movies and TV and YouTube. Remember the old days, man? You'd be at home watching TV, sitting there watching Lost or Desperate Housewives or Wheel of Fortune. You're grooving on your favorite TV show, and all of a sudden the phone rings. You're right at that moment where you're about to learn the big new plot twist, or somebody's going to say, I love you, or you're going to find out who's guilty of murder, and you're watching it on your TV, and all of a sudden, there goes the phone. There it goes again. There it goes. It's like, oh, man, you're stepping all over my TV. Be like, oh, come on, phone. What's the matter with you, phone? I'm watching my TV. Leave me alone. But now, what are you going to do? Who do you blame? Right? Now you'll be watching your TV on your phone, and your phone rings, and now all you can do is go, oh, come on, phone. I'm watching my phone. Don't don't interrupt me, phone, while I'm watching my phone. Don't. How could you phone me when I'm watching my phone? Oh, phone. Now I gotta talk into my TV to talk on my phone because I'm watching TV, but I'm talking on my... Oh, forget it. I think I'm gonna go out in the yard and bang a couple of rocks together. Get me back to the caveman days. I'm all mixed up. Yes, all mixed up indeed. Um, well, holy smokes, what a day. 200 episodes. I can hardly believe it. Um, let's try and get the word out. Tell your friends about the uh, Harland Highway. We have another year ahead of us. Um, let's. Uh, here, here's your homework, okay? <laughs> That's right. I'm giving you homework. I spend a ton of time in here doing these podcasts, which I love, by the way. But let's face it. My overall objective for the podcast is not, gee, I think I'll do three podcasts a week for free and spend all this time and effort, and I hope I can make 12 people laugh. No, 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 no. What we want to do, I want this podcast to reach as many people as possible. And that's the beauty of doing it for free because this one's just like, it's just like hanging out with me. It's like hearing my thoughts. It's like having fun. And uh, there's no hook to this thing. It's just, it's just free enjoyment. Hopefully I make you laugh. That's my mission. So for that reason alone, where we live in a world where not that much stuff is free, I want people to uh, hear it, enjoy it, have fun with it. So my, my homework mission to you is um, I want each and every one of you listening to tell at least one to five friends about the podcast. Is that too much to ask? Is that too much of a demand? I want your friends and your family and people you know to uh, enjoy the laughs, enjoy the good time, to get on the Harland Highway and roll along with us. And then hopefully they'll tell two friends. And uh, you you get what I'm doing here. You you see where I'm going. Want, want to share. Want to share the fun with everybody. So there you go. 
200 episodes after 200 uh, rides down the Harlan Highway. I've finally given you a task. It's all up to you now. I, I'm going to be watching the numbers to see if they multiply. Um, in reality, you don't have to do a damn thing. That's the beauty of this being free. But if you find it in your heart and uh, you do want to share the laughter with some friends or family, it, it would be fantastic if you could, uh, you know, let them know about the uh, Harlan Highway. Um, so like I said, here's to 200 more. And now this time I am going to bring the guys in, um, and have them play us out. Um, that traditional, wonderful, uh, Scottish bagpipe music. Um, and, uh, let's get them in here. Guys, come on in. Come on, guys, guys, where the hell are the guy? Where, what? They left me a note. Let me see. What the hell does this say? Dear Harlan, nice podcast, ass. Up yours. We're down at O'Houlihan's getting hammered and having chicken wings. You're not invited. Wow. Oh, my God. Well, <laughs> see, you can never make everybody happy. What? There's another letter? What? Why'd they leave another letter? Okay, what is it? P.S. Up yours really hard and really deep. Now, come on. That's just getting mean. I thought the other one was a bit of a gag, a bit of a goof. Come on, Roger. Sorry. Not really. What do you mean there's another one? <laughs> give me the give me the next one. What the hell does this say? This is When we say up yours, we mean go buy a fence post at Home Depot and shove it way up. Come on! Enough of this. Doing this for free, for God's sakes. I don't need this abuse. At least I got my faithful listeners who appreciate me, I hope. Oh, God, it's not getting any easier. So here we go. 200 more. And until next time, a great big celebratory bowl of chicken chow mein, baby. And up your bowl of chow mein. Come on! Have a really nice day today, folks. You deserve it.